The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the fourth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Throughout these 40 days of Lent, we will be exploring the wilderness, recognizing it's not always someplace we go willingly, and yet sometimes it's where we need to find ourselves so that we can draw closer to God. Wilderness looks different in different parts of the world, and it means different things to different people. We here are close to Linville Gorge and Shining Rock, but wilderness could look like the boundary waters of Minnesota or the Mojave Desert in California. And the wilderness that Jesus experiences looks different from those and even different from the garden where we meet Adam and Eve and the serpent in the Genesis text. Importantly, no matter what our experience of the wilderness is, there is no place where God's love cannot reach us. I want to begin with our reading from Genesis that Lisa read. It's part of the first three chapters of the Bible, which have not only one, but two different creation stories in them. The first is where God declares that the works of creation are good. And then, when humankind is added, humankind created in God's image, God says it is very good. 
God creates us to flourish, and God loves us. Our verses for today come from the second creation story. Here, humankind has been created for relationship with each other and cautioned against overreaching and eating from this one tree. But the humans disregard God's plan and intention for them, and instead they seize the chance to be like God, knowing good and evil. I doubt we would hear the parallels if we didn't have the texts side by side that we have today. But when Matthew tells this story of Jesus' temptation, it is immediately after his baptism, when the Holy Spirit of God had descended upon Jesus and God had declared, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. God said again, this is very good. And then the Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness, where he faces the tempter. In, G in Genesis, humankind justified eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because it was good for food. It was a delight to the eyes. It was desired to make one wise. But in Matthew, Jesus pushes back on each distorted claim that the tempter makes and is satisfied and sustained by God's word. But the point isn't that Jesus got it right where the humans messed up. There isn't good news in that or even a surprise. And it's not to assure us that Jesus knows what it's like to be tempted, so that if we break our Lenten fast, he'll forgive us. So what do we learn from these wilderness stories? It goes back to being God's beloved. Adam and Eve are already created in God's image and do not need anything else created to live as servants of creation and do God's work in the world, they fail to recognize the breadth of God's love or the expansive freedom that God has already given them. And they make self-serving choices instead. In his book, Simply Christian, Bishop Tom Wright described the human propensity for distraction and disobedience saying it's like we are following one route and then we choose to take a left or a right and head in a different direction. And God accompanies us, saying, well, that's not what I had in mind, but I will go with you. And now you'll need to take these turns. Jesus doesn't take any detours or shortcuts. He hears God say, you are my beloved, and he knows his identity as the Son of God. He trusts God to provide for him, confident his hunger will be sated and his thirst will be quenched. 
He is obedient to God and doesn't try to secure his own way. And he chooses his relationship with the Father over anything the tempter offers. The good news is that we are God's beloved too. When we find ourselves in the wilderness, the tempter may meet us in those wild places and distract us with distorted claims. But we are not the first ones to be in the wilderness. And we do not need to be afraid. For as long as there has been creation, there has been wilderness. Sometimes we may think we are making wise choices for good things. But it turns out that those things are not what God has intended for us. The very one who has breathed life into us gives us God's word, its commands, and its promises, teaching us how to live with God and with each other. And other times we may be isolated and footsore and famished, but God who loves us and calls us very good, is with us, accompanying us on each step. We are not alone, and we will find a way forward. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give thanks for your beloved Son, Jesus, and for your Spirit that accompanies us even in the wilderness. Forgive us when we are distracted or choose our own ways over you. Inspire us to have confidence in your promises, remembering we are loved and created to serve and to love. We pray in your holy name. Amen.